Today, we're going to be considering uh, the principle and foundation of prayer, which St. Ignatius gives us. And it's a, it's a powerful uh, awareness that God has created all things, that mankind is, mankind is created by him so that mankind can glorify God. I woke up, you know, oh, about midnight, and here, I don't know, I'm sure the, the moon is shining there, too. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how it does with the northern and southern hemisphere. But it was a bright three-quarter moon. It was very bright. And, uh, you know, just the awe of my heart was just moved with the abundance and awe of God's creation. The stars were brilliant. I think there's a different constellation here in the southern hemisphere. And mm-hmm. uh, as I as I gazed, I was just lifted in in awe and adoration. You know, sometimes we just don't experience that emotionally anyway. The awe of God's abundance and power. But I was reminded of a, a time. I, I'm not sure if I told you about this time. When I was three years old, and I was on my grandfather's farm, have I ever mm-hmm. told you that story? I don't I, think so. I was, my brother and I were sleeping. We used to go to my grandfather's farm, and he, he had a beautiful farm in southern Pennsylvania. We lived in the city in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania, but every summer we'd spend time with our grandparents, and especially when we were young, because my grandfather... My, grand, my mother's father would not come to our house because he so disapproved of my mother marrying my father. But they mm. they still wanted to see the kids. I guess right, we were so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you were. <laughs> we'd go down there, the two of us, and we'd spend uh, several weeks with them. But it was this morning, it was about, oh, must have been very early in the morning, and the sun was just coming, and uh, I got up, and my I know my elbows just about reached the windowsill, and I was gazing out, and I saw the most amazing scene that I never forgot, and I have not, and I'm 84 years old, and this happened when I was three. I saw God making the world. Actually, I was looking out, and I was seeing God make the grass. Every single blade that God was making, he was just creating it. And it had rained the night before, and there were like hundreds of thousands of clearing diamonds on the, on the, on the, on the grass leaves, on the stems of grass. And he was making a weeping willow tree. It's still my favorite tree until today Mm. and he was making this beautiful tree and he was making a creek run through the uh the property and i and i still remember the the name of the dog that was running he was making this dog and he was creating the world and the sun which was his masterpiece that he was making was coming up and lighting up the whole world and I was amazed. So I ran over to my brother 
And I said, George, come over and see what God is doing. And, and he, we, we both come over, he looked out, and he said, let me alone, I'm out of sleep. So, <laughs> yeah, but he didn't see what I was seeing. I ran downstairs, and I was sure because he didn't notice it. I, I ran downstairs, and I called my grandma. Grandma, come out and see what's going on here. And I called her out, and she said, oh, sit down and have some breakfast. So it was just amazing, and I knew what I saw. And I, mm-hmm. I would never forget it, and I never have. After that, I used to ask teachers that I, that I knew were really smart, what did I see? What was that? And finally, I met a philosophy teacher at uh, St. Mary's University in Baltimore. His name was Harvey, mm-hmm. a brilliant philosopher. And I said to him, what was that? And I described just what I told you. And he said, oh, yes, that's in the Summa Theologica of St. Thomas. He was one of the most outstanding theologians of the Catholic Church. And he mm-hmm. went to the exact place where it was in the Summa. And it, had, it was the study of St. Thomas on being and becoming. That everything in the world that we look at, every creature of God is be, becoming. It is, it is, it's a being, but it's, it's a being in becoming because everything is not totally what it is because it's always incomplete. Only God is the creator who is totally who he is and never becomes because he completes himself in his whole being. God mm. always being. But everything else is becoming. And you and I and all of creation are constantly becoming. We're being, but we're becoming. And we're always constantly in change and in growth. That's what I was seeing. I was it described it to me in Saint Thomas. Hmm. Saint John says that God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son, and his son so loved us that he gave his life for us. God, the infinite, all-powerful, all-loving, eternal God, abundant, bountiful, beautiful, total and complete in his being, is constantly pouring out this creation of ours. So, St. Ignatius talks about this as being the principle and the foundation of all our lives and prayer. That all of us are being, yes, but becoming, and therefore every creature that is below mankind is becoming something. But mankind, because he is a a soul, and has a capacity for reflection, was called to glorify God. So that we are called for the glory of God. And so each person, each human being, has a power to look at the sun and the moon and the stars and all of creation and magnify and glorify God. And so that's what we do when we pray. 
we, and that's the first call that we have as human beings. We are called to glorify God. This is for all mankind. Mm. Indian, American, African, European, all mankind. Here in Australia, the Aborigines were called to glorify God. All of mankind is his creation. Therefore, every human being, the highest form that we can do in the principal foundation of, of St. Ignatius is to magnify and glorify God. Now, how we do that, because all of creation was made by God and man was made as the masterpiece of all creation. Everything was made for us, but because of the fall, we have a weakness. Each of us has a darkened will, and we all have a, dark, a darkened intellect. And so many times we really don't know how to use all the beautiful things that are there for us. And so when we make choices of the goods of this world, of riches, of long life, of health, of the, the blessings of recognition or reputation, so many of us go astray and we lose, instead of giving God the glory, we tend to serve ourselves, which is really what can happen when we choose the lesser good that makes us self-centered and serve our own ends rather than the end for which we were made, the glory of God. And so as we enter into today, and especially in, in prayer, he gives us a way by which every human being can glorify the Almighty God. And that is, he constantly says for each and every human being that we are called upon to discern whether this is what God wants for me in his divine plan. So when we come to make choices, most of the time, they're not between good and bad. Because what person, you know, especially if he's a person seeking God, would want to make a choice between um, a bad thing, he'd make the choice for the good. But many times we're, we're choosing between a good and a good. Mm -hmm. What is that choice then that we want to offer the sisters today in their prayer? And how do you pray when each and every moment on each and every day you have choices of what you want to do? St. Ignatius in his first discernment used to notice that when he was recovering from his injury, he had a cannonball, he had a broken leg. And mm -hmm. Reed, he, he was looking for novels. He was a soldier, young soldier. He wanted romantic novels, and he wanted things that, of, this, of this world. And he would ask for those. But all they had to give him during his months of recovery were the scriptures and the lives of the saints. What he noticed was when he read the scriptures and the lives of the saints, he had great consolation. He had a, a euphoria, an uplifting. 
And then when he read the novels or the romantic things that he had, uh, they would also give him uplifting. But right after, the novels and the things of this world were soon gone. They, they went quickly into desolation. But the, what maintained the joy and the happiness of his soul was the things of the scripture and of the lives of saints. So mm -hmm. notice that our choices that will give us lasting joy, peace, inner love, all the, the things that will last in the human heart, that will, would give that man the happiness for which God made him. These were choices between two goods, and those choices he began to see were always when he was more in line with what God wanted him to do. And mm -hmm. we finally worked out. One day he was riding along, and he describes this. He was on a donkey, and uh, he was just recovering from his injury. And at that time, the Spaniards were fighting the Moors. They were the members of Islam who had taken over Spain. And he was fighting in the army of the queen. And and as the, the, the uh, donkey was coming to a fork in the road, he said, uh, he said, now if the donkey takes the turn to the right, I'm going to go up and kill that Moor. He was going to kill that as a soldier. He said, if it takes mm -hmm. the turn to the left, I'll go to the monastery and pray. And the donkey took the turn to the left. And what he began to see is, he, this was very early, but it was an example of how we are to pray. When there's two things that are set in front of us that we could do, we ask God, which of those do you want me to do? And that began his whole work of discernment. So the principle and foundation of all prayer is to glorify God. And what makes God's glory greater, ad maiorum dei gloriam, for the greater glory of God, is when we choose what we ask, not what we choose for ourselves, but when we ask God, what is your will for me? And when we do that, that always gives greater glory to God. And mm -hmm. so today, we're going to be exploring that with the sisters. Then after we come to recognize that everything in the world God made for us, every creature in the world that was given to man, so now he can glorify God through it. All of these were given to us. How do we glorify God? By the use of them. By asking God, what is it that you want me to do? What choices do you want me to make? And they can come down to that specific thing every day. Do I want to talk to you every day at this time in the morning? Mm -hmm. that, that God wants this. Why am I doing this with you every day? Have I asked God, do you want me to do this? Each and every day, we have choices. And some are for the greater glory of God, 
Some are because I want to do them. And that's the discernment that each of us has to make in our lives. And it can come down to each and every hour of every day. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to go out shopping. Or I'm going to, whatever I'm going to do. Many people in the United States now are out enjoying holiday and vacation. Well, mm-hmm. magnificence of the ocean, if that's where you are, at the shore. Here you are. You have, you know, God has given you this magnificent gift, the waters of the ocean, for you and your children to rejoice in. It's God's creature. Do you recognize that this is something given to you? Are you celebrating this vacation with him and celebrating the the glory that will come to you and the happiness, the glory that will come to God and the happiness that will come to you will be depending on is this really for the greater glory of God? And God is so glorified in you and your family rejoicing. If you've gone to the mountains and you're having a beautiful time at a lakeside and you're rejoicing with your family, all these creatures that God made, the lake, the sun, the beautiful time, God gave you everything. And as you're rejoicing and choosing them, because this is what God wants, he has given you the sea, he has given you the sky, he has given you the sun, Every creature in the world was given to man and for man to use them for the glory of God. And so all of us are are called to see that everything that we have is from him and to be used through us and with us and by us for his glory. We are made to glorify God. Mm. It gives a whole new sense to the, our name, human being, if it's being and becoming. And so those choices that we make, that pretty much helps in that destiny of what we are to become. Well, actually, so many times have you seen that when you fail to recognize who it is that's giving you these, these creatures, for your glory, mm-hmm. for your welfare, for your for your happiness, and you don't use that. How many times you come home, and you've come from a vacation, or you've come from whatever it is, and you find complete emptiness and nothing in them, because the the, the one who gave them to you, and the purpose for which he gave them, you didn't use them. So, what is your what is your sense after you're on a vacation? Uh, emptiness, unhappiness, frustration, misery. So many do experience that. But when you really see that everything was given to you, and when you really uh, offer it and have it for his glory and honor, then you will be filled with all the fruits of the Spirit as you discern it, joy peace, happiness. So many people, I think, who come home from their summer vacations, very frustrated, very empty, sometimes quarreling and bickering and unhappy. 
And really, it doesn't have to be that way. When we recognize that all things were made to give God the glory, and when we give God the glory, we ourselves find happiness in that. We were made to glorify God and use the creatures that God gave us for his glory. Mm. Yes. Please, God, that it will do that. You know, it's all men. You know, that's meant for the whole world. This, this creature that we are, we are God's creatures, we are the, the supreme creature of all his creation, and we were meant because we have minds and hearts to reflect the glory of God and give him the glory. All glory to God. All glory to the Almighty. And when we do that, we really fulfill that for which we were made, and we find ourselves full, joyful, happy, and peaceful. That's one of the great uh, gifts that Ignatius has given us, and that full discernment for the greater glory of God. Not so much what I choose of what I want to do, that could be well and good, but what mm -hmm. God wants me to do, because he made me and has the plan that he had for me and for every individual. So when I ask him, what do you want me to do? What is your will for me? Then I find myself giving greater glory to God, and I myself feel far more fulfilled. Mm, praise God. Any final thoughts on this, this uh, yeah, I, important I love, day? I, I love this beautiful song. Oh, Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds my hands have made, I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy might throughout the universe display. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. And may the blessing of Almighty God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Monsignor Essex. God bless you. Talk Thank to you. you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.